Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Vanderpump Rules stars Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney Schwartz celebrated their second wedding this past week after NSYNC's Lance Bass spilled the beans that the two weren't actually legally married. Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill from The Real Housewives of Atlanta are officially engaged. And what the hell is going on on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Monica Olowek. We met a few months ago and bonded immediately over Bravo, which is basically how all of my friendships start at this point. And Monica has some fun, cool inside info on Stassi Schroeder's book that she kind of helped publish? I mean, fill in the blanks for me, Monica. Yeah, I managed the production of it. So in the this past season of Vanderpump Rules, when you see Stassi on a video call with her editor being like, I need an extension, I had to approve that. Really? Yeah. That's very cool. You had to approve the extension? I had to be like, yeah, we can still make your book happen when you want it to by this date, but it's going to suck for everyone. <laughs> like, God, being talent is so fun. You kind of just like make your own rules and then everybody has to like scramble around you. Yeah, pretty much. They were like, <laughs> we need we need another month and also we're going to move the on sale date up a month. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Sick, sick, sick. Great. Love that for us. Love that for us. Um, yeah, working like late, long nights because of Stassi Schroeder sounds right. really, really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I actually want to do a deep dive. I just bought the book. However, it's a book that I'm like mortified to read in public. Like, I can I, see that. I can't be carrying around a book called Next Level Basic like on the train. Like in Manhattan. I know. I it's an at-home book. Right. I read it at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read it and then we should do like a whole like deep dive episode on how to become basic. Yeah, I would love to do that. We're both drinking iced coffees. That's pretty Step one. Yeah. Um that's really all that we're doing at basic today, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're nailing it though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even though a lot of the things she calls basic, I'm like, isn't that just like a general thing people love? Like, doesn't everybody love iced coffee? Like, yeah, I feel like you can't just say basic bitches do. I think that her whole message was more like embrace all the things that you like, even if other people are like that is basic because like screw everyone and live your truth. Honestly, <laughs> and I was like, love thank that. you so much. <laughs> She's queen. She's queen. Well, to get to know you a little bit better, I'm going to ask you three questions. What is your favorite show on Bravo? I mean, I live for Vanderpump Rules, and I just love Real Housewives, uh, New York and Beverly Hills specifically. Hell yeah. Least favorite show? <laughs> I can't get behind Summer House. I know. I think it was because of the way that they introduced the show to the viewers, where it was like <laughs> a weird crossover with Vanderpump. Do you oh, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they were like, Stassi and all of the, like, the crew was like, I met this person once, and here we are like, yeah, at in the Montauk, house. Yeah, right. And Sheena didn't eat seafood and was disgusted by all of the, like, super fancy food that they had. Sheena really showed her Azusa roots. Like, when she was in the Hamptons, all of them were like, wait, so you guys are saying, like, you have jobs, like, where you, like, wake up at, like, 7 a.m. and then you, like, work out and then, like, you, like, work and then... Then you go home and like you make dinner and then you do the next day and the next day. Like they were like completely baffled by the idea of like everyone on Summer House like actually having careers. Right. (laughs) Right. I feel like they just – the way that they introduced it and then it just – it like the episode ended but it just kept going then with the Summer House people. And I was like, wait, is this a new show now? And then they were like, coming soon. (laughs) I love Summer House. Like this was the third season and I really think that there's – 
there's like a parallel I see to like people in our world who like live in New York and go out there. Like For sure. that's not me. Like I'm poor. Um, so like that's like not really an option. But like I wish it was. <laughs> like they go to yeah. fun places. Like they're hanging out at like beautiful pools. And like their drama is like total bullshit. I mean, listen, if it's on, I'm not not watching it. <laughs> yeah. I just like don't. It's like not my favorite. I'm like convincing you. I'm like tell me you like it. What is the Bravo star that you think should come back to a current franchise? Brandy Glanville. I miss her. When she came back for like a hot second just to have, what was it, dinner with like Denise? Yeah. I was like, I forgot how much I like you because you don't give a fuck. Her ordering doubles of wine like was so triggering. Like how do you start drinking doubles of wine? And like, she didn't she like actually say if you do this wrong, I will kill you. Yes, <laughs> it's like threatening the life of an innocent server. <laughs> and then the crossover with Vanderpump because of Sheena, I just love her. Because remember Sheena oh slept with her husband. Oh yeah, I remember when Brandy was like, "Um, what's wrong with your tooth?" And like Sheena had like just had like mouth surgery. It was like the number one thing she was like insecure about. And Brandy's like, "Um." Ear teeth are janky, like so rude. I just miss her. This is actually a perfect segue. So starting in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there's obviously so much shit going on about this goddamn story that was leaked to Radar Online. Like, who cares? Who fucking cares at Puppy this point? Puppygate, like, really has shaken up the Bravo universe. And it's, like, for the worst, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I really – it couldn't have been a less interesting, like – topic for the entire season like a 15 episode arc yeah about like a dog like adoption or like right. not even adoption like giving it back like abandonment like i don't even know like what what's real what's not yeah so supposedly someone posted on reddit oh my god blah 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 i have found who leaked the story the producer's name is alex baskin and he's close friends with kyle all the women were supposed to have their own storylines but he felt he owed kyle a favor because she and kim went on the housewives Instead of another network, and they had the limo scene, which blew the series up. The season wasn't supposed to be about Puppygate at all, but Teddy couldn't stand Dorit and wouldn't let it go. The women had made a pact to not bring up each other's lawsuits, so they jumped on Puppygate's story. Blah, blah, blah. Lisa, oh, and when production realized Lisa was going to quit, Andy found out about it because the producers knew she didn't sell the story. Whatever. Andy responded, saying, possibly the dumbest theory ever, <laughs> ironically involving one of LVP's biggest champions. Like, it's not surprising to think that, like, a producer would have reached out to Radar Online because, like, duh. That seems so risky, though. It does. However, they probably just, like, thought they could get away with it. Like, that this wouldn't be, like, the one thing that, like, really carried the right. entire season. I also, I, I don't know. I love Lisa Vanderpump. I think that she is goals in every aspect of her being. But, like, I don't know that she didn't do it. Lisa Vanderpump has the capacity to, of course, do this. Like, I kind of go back and forth thinking, like, if it wasn't Lisa Vanderpump, it was someone in her world. 100% because the way that they, the one guy um, – oh, my gosh. Obviously, I can't remember oh, John his name. Sessa? John Sessa. <laughs> the way that they were positioning it, I thought that they were about to do – like, Lisa was going to leave and have, like, this huge fit. And then they were going to do spinoff Vanderpump Dogs. That was, I think, what they were kind of trying to do. Like, I don't know – like, and Lisa has kind of swears by it where she was like, I didn't personally do anything for money. But that doesn't mean like her assistant or her assistant's friend or anybody could have right. 
easily send an email to Radar Online being like, here's some fun scoop. Also, like, it's a shitty blog. I know. I was like, it's not even that, like, a reputable Granted, source. Like, I, like, I don't even go on Radar Online when I do, like, research for this show. Like, no one cares. Like, I, I just don't understand why all of them, like, really freaked out. I mean, granted, like, here I am, like, talking about it, like, on a radio show. And this is, like, exactly why they're like, we don't want it out because then people talk about it. But, like, I, I don't know why they are, are really, like, freaking out about this. So everyone's now blaming Kyle for kind of being a part of this, which I really wouldn't put that past Kyle either. She seems a little conniving. I, I love Kyle, but I feel like, I don't know. She's shady, and I know she, like, definitely was, like, trying to take LVP down a little bit. Yeah. And, like, it was really weird. Like, I think it was part one of the reunion, and Erica Jane was like, Kyle's the number one girl in this yeah. group. She She's called her the queen. The queen B. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, are we in the Twilight Zone? I know. Why all of a sudden is this happening? Like, on uh, no other franchise does someone, like, call the other girl a queen because they're all... Like, on New York, like, if you said, who's the queen, Bethany would say, I'm the queen. Louie would say, I'm the queen. Ramona would say, I'm the queen. So, like, they all think they're the queen. On Beverly Hills, Erica Jane, like, bowing down to Kyle Richards. It was a little unreal. It was really odd. It was really strange. <laughs> and Kyle's, like, crying. Who do you think would fight it out for the OC queen? Vicky would try, but so would Tamara. I'm, like, a Kelly Dodd, like, enthusiast. Really? Yeah. And that's, like, I'm not saying she's queen, but she's, like, my favorite person on the show right now. She's, like, crazy. Yeah, like, certifiably. (laughs) I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Puppygate, I don't know what the hell is happening, but also really sad news came out of Lisa Rinna's household this week. So we obviously know her daughter Amelia has been struggling with anorexia, which we've seen throughout the season, and she talked about it obviously more on the reunion this past week. But her daughter, Delilah Bell, actually opened up saying that she's been to rehab twice in an Instagram. In a post, she wrote, I've been hesitant to share this information with you guys because there are a lot of you now. And sometimes that scares me. I strive my best to be my hardest, blah, 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 positive influence. I've been struggling with anxiety and depression. I went to rehab last year. I moved to New York to start my journey as a student. Not long after I moved to New York, I began having terrible depression. I started attracting negative people into my life because my thoughts were so negative. Two weeks later, I was admitted to a rehab facility. I knew the way I was living was unhealthy, detrimental to my mental health, so I called my mom, told her I needed help. She went to rehab for two months. More than Luann. (laughs) 21 days. I lasted 21 days. Two weeks. No, 21 days. Wait, did she ever say what she went to rehab for? She's just saying she went to rehab. She's doing like the Selena Gomez, which she's like, I went to rehab for dot, 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 anxiety and depression, which like those two things, like which so many people struggle with, like generally the coping mechanism is drugs and alcohol. Right. I just, uh, I would love for her to be more specific. Yeah. (laughs) Like. I know. I do kind of, like, need a little bit more. However, like, I was thinking about this, like, watching, you know, Lisa have to kind of open up on the reunion about, like, her own eating issues where it's, like, blatant Lisa Rinna that you're, you know, 105 pounds. She said this last week. She's never – she's been the same exact weight since she was 20 years old. That's like, insane. That's insane. Like, that's really crazy. And obviously, like, you're in Hollywood and, and she always would say, you know, when someone would be like, eat a hamburger or something – she would always be like, stop, stop, stop. Obviously, like, I eat. I, I just don't like to eat. I just don't like to eat, you know? So eating for her has like, always been a thing. And then she chalks it up to being in Hollywood in this business. You have to look a certain way to get jobs. And she's not wrong. But obviously, that does trickle down to your children. For sure. I feel like every, even just, like, 
where I grew up, which was not Hollywood, um, people who had like really like thin, beautiful mothers all ended up having like some kind of eating disorder because they were like, well, my mom is hot, so I should also be like real thin. Yeah. And I think like even when you see food issues, even if your mom is like, you know, really thin and working out and like healthy, like I think you just automatically start to mirror their behaviors. For sure. And, you know, obviously Lisa Rinna's not eating a lot. And it was painful to see that scene with Harry Hamlin making that dinner for his girls. Like, I get like teen angst is real and like I was not a freaking angel all the time, you know. I just, I felt really bad for him. I did too. Poor Harry Hamlet. He's really cute. So Lisa ended up going on Instagram and posting uh, Instagram iOS press release on her story saying, I'm so proud of my girls. In regards to Delilah's recent post, I think it's time to discuss the condition that started it all. It's called pandas. Pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorders associated with strepo- streptococcal infection infections. <laughs> Sorry for trying to say any of those words. Roughly 10% of the pediatric population will develop pandas to some degree. In Delilah's case, the condition was extreme and caused serious anxiety and multiple phobias. Thankful we found the appropriate therapies, and over time she is doing much better, struggling, blah, blah, blah. Go to pandasnetwork.org. So I had to Google what pandas was. Yeah, never, ever in my life heard that. When I kept seeing panda everywhere, I was like, what am I fucking looking at? Uh, so pandas can result in OCD, anxiety, tics, personality changes, decline in math and handwriting abilities, sensory sensitivities, restrictive eating, and more. So that really sucks. It just seems to have, like, extreme anxiety. Yeah. I wonder why we have not heard of – maybe because it's, like, hard to diagnose because it's so many different things. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, it's kind of, it's like all of the things. Right. <laughs> yeah, that does not seem like a fun situation to be dealing with. She actually was just on that, like, British dating show, and she's, like, dating some guy on it, like, Love Island. It's, like, this big UK reality show. Delilah was? Yeah. Wait, that's how she has this British boyfriend? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And, like, I haven't watched the show, but actually now I'm probably going to go back and watch because, yeah, she's dating Yal Booker. They met, uh, yeah, they met af- they met on Love Island, blah, blah, blah. That's, and I guess she's kind of happy with him, but I, I just think this kind of relates back to those tweets that Ken Todd was doing. So we were just talking about Ken Todd's birthday present to himself was shitting on his wife's co-stars. <laughs> I'll post the tweet to uh, my Instagram at Bravo Happy Hour so you guys can check that out. It's super funny. But he basically is saying, he's like, everyone's a fucking hypocrite on this show. Like, you throw everything that we do, like, all we do, any move we make as a couple, like, you guys throw into the fire. All of you guys have lawsuits and crazy shit. And Lisa Renner, your daughters are literally struggling in front of your face. And, you know, this doesn't come up. Nothing really comes up. Yeah, it's all. But, like, that's how Beverly Hills has always been. It's always been so surface level. So true. It, like, even just in the every time that they all see each other, the first thing they say <laughs> is, like, you look beautiful. You look so gorgeous. And it's like, okay, but, like, you don't have to say that every time. Right? Like, of course We you know. <laughs> you have a fleet of people who make you look this way. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, I don't know. I think Beverly Hills... I mean, I love them. You didn't watch this past week's reunion, but it was really good. I can't wait for you to watch. I know. I only watched the first one, and I just – I 
I know you like Camille Grammer, but I just can't. I just cannot. I'm on the fringe with her after this reunion thing. I feel like she's forgetting, like, how to talk to people. One thousand percent. <laughs> like, even just the way that um, she was talking to Denise about her divorce and was just like, I mean, everyone's different, I guess. And you're like, yeah, Camille, you, your husband cheated on you, so you took him for all he was worth, and that's fine. Yeah, like – Power to you, but that was pretty loaded when Denise was like, I'm not a money-grabbing whore. I didn't need Charlie's money. It's like, um, what? Like, what? I know. And then Camille's like, well, I worked really hard. I'm like, did did you? I know. Like, every girl on the couch is just, like, silent. Like, there's, just, like, not a peep from anyone. Everyone, you can hear a pin drop. <laughs> well, Beverly Hills, it's surprising me that they're still, like, so – adamantly defending themselves. Granted, I guess this is like reunion season for them, so they're really going hard. But Kyle Richards, like, needs to put her phone down. Like, she's got to, like, take a walk, leave her phone at the house, like, take 45 minutes off of tweeting just about everything and everything and everything. It's like, girl, you showed your true colors and viewers see it. You don't need to kind of backtrack on Twitter because the damage has been done. Right. And then it only looks worse for her. Oh, well, poor Kyle. <laughs> Guilty tweets. Right. <laughs> Saying in California, Real Housewives of OC is coming back in a couple weeks, actually. And Megan can egg. I always literally fuck her name up. I call her Megan King Eggmans every single time. We have the same name. <laughs> Megan King Edmonds from the Real House of, o- of OC is officially coming back for season 14. So she joined back in 2015 for season 10. And lasted a few seasons. She's back. And her role is now weird because she's going to be traveling back and forth between her home in St. Louis and the one in Orange County. It seems like that's not necessary when you have three children literally under the age of five years old. Sure. And, like, why? Like, you have enough shit – like, you have enough problems going on. The last thing you and Jim need after he's, like, been cheating on you, allegedly – is to go back onto reality television. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be so good. I love the mess. She's a detective. She gets down to it. I know. I really, really liked her, actually. Um, but they're going to make – isn't Vicky going to be a friend this season? Yeah, Vicky's a friend. I don't even know where to start with that because it makes – no. that's like a demotion. It's Yeah, it is a demotion. <laughs> yeah, I – Rumors obviously had been going around for so long. So when the actual news came out, I kind of wasn't surprised because I think it's like a great turning point in Bravo itself where Andy even kind of said it even about I think more so towards Lisa Vanderpump where he was like, nobody's safe. Like, yeah, you might be an OG and we won't forget about you because you're an OG and we won't forget. However, we don't the shows don't need the OGs anymore to keep going. Like right. you can find new girls to cast and get them on the show and they will add a new spin to a show and they'll give it a new life rather than keeping, you know, Vicky and Tamara pretending to be friends like another season. Right. I just Vicky is like the OG housewife, like period yeah. end of story. So I feel like if they were going to like cut her loose, it could have been I don't know, a different time. I feel like that now is just like a little random, but maybe because she's plateaued. Because like with the Brooks cancer stuff, I was like, we can just get rid of her now yeah. for that. That was awful. Yeah. Truly would have such a poor choice to do on television. 100%. But I, as much as I think Brooks is a shyster, I think she was so digmatized 
and yes. like had no concept of like what was going on. And she was like, of course he has cancer. He goes to a doctor appointment. It's like, no, babe. Like you do <laughs> like, like generally there's like physical signs of cancer. And she's like, he's on a juice cleanse. So he's like losing weight. He looks gorgeous. Everyone's like, you look great for having can't like going for being so ill. Chemo. Right. Like, you know, like all of this shit where, you know, she was so blind to it. And obviously, like, she does work. She has the housewives. She does have shit to do. So she's probably like, oh, yeah, he's got cancer. Like, she only knows he has cancer, like, mornings and nights when she sees him. Right. Not, like, going to doctor's appointments and then, like, faking paperwork. That is just, like, a deep lie. I don't know. Vicky, like, doesn't really do it for me anymore. However, Vicky, Tamara, and Shannon have been, like, talking on Instagram with fans how they're supposedly doing they're have they're starting some joint venture together potentially a restaurant or bar which i think like vicky's trying to go like andelays andelays like i'm going to open my own andelays there's i feel like there's the three of them with all of the skills that they may or may not have they they in what world would they open a restaurant? <laughs> well, I feel like a couple seasons ago, wasn't Shannon interested in opening a restaurant? I think she was. I feel like that. Did you watch the OC? No. Oh, all Wait, right. No. But they, obviously, it takes place in Orange County. But like one of the like, it's like a rich woman's like hobby. So they're like, I'm gonna open a restaurant. It's like you know literally nothing about opening up a restaurant. It's like actually quite difficult. Like you can't just like say it and it be successful, right? <laughs> I mean, TBH, like, I would go to Orange County to go to this restaurant. Yeah, I have, like, a whole list of just, like, West Coast Housewives, Bravo, like, restaurants that I have to go to. I really want to go to the place that Jax proposed to Brittany and get, like, fried shrimp with, like, so much tartar sauce. Like, that's what I want, like, more than anything. Yeah, like, truly, like, that's my romance. Like, so many people were like, oh, my God, like, their their (laughs) engagement was so white trash. And I was like... Um, honestly, it's so them. And then Jack's like in interviews, he's like, uh, we freaking love crab. Like, that's like kind of our thing. Like, crab's our thing. Like, of course, like, hello, we're going to do something that's us. I'm like, love that. (laughs) Well, actually, perfect segue. I'm actually pretty good at this today. Vanderpump Rules stars Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney are finally making their wedding official two years after their wedding. So if you guys listen back to episode 61, we reported on how Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney Schwartz aren't actually married. I missed all of that somehow. Um, yeah, so they didn't do the paperwork properly. That that checks out. I mean, That hello- is the most on-brand <laughs> thing for them. In the entire world. I mean, to have Tom Schwartz, like, Tom Schwartz, like, definitely knew the paperwork wasn't filed properly. Yes, just <laughs> like he knew his check would uh, would bounce. Exactly. He's like, oh, moving money around. I just got to get them. I'm like, buddy, you're moving nothing around. No. <laughs> you have nothing in there. <laughs> so the couple obtained a marriage license in Las Vegas this past week with a bunch of their co-stars, Stassi, Lala, Jax, Brittany, Ariana, Bo was there. They obviously went to Caesar's Palace where Lisa has her Vanderpump cocktail garden and obviously partied all night to celebrate their actual marriage. Like, yeah, there's nothing more on brand than this. It's beyond. I mean, I can't believe they actually ended up doing it. Like, this is obviously all going to be filmed because Vanderpump Rules films in the summer. So this should be really exciting. One, it'll be the first time we see any of the cast members at Vanderpump. Yeah, no, this will be the first time we see them at Vanderpump cocktail garden. Because it opened while they were filming 
Beverly Hills. Yeah, right? like right at yeah. the end of Beverly Hills. So the timing just was off a little bit. So that'll be fun. And then also, Vanderpump Rules has a newbie coming on the show. Her name is Dana Cathan. And she is obviously close with Lala and Ariana. That's like who she's going in with. What? So I was obviously doing some snooping because I'm like, who the hell is this girl? One, she looks like Tinsley Mortimer from Roni. You guys, I'll post a picture of her on the Instagram account, so just check it out. She looks just like Tinsley in this one picture I saw. I was like, is that Tinsley and Lala? Another blonde. Yeah, exactly. So supposedly, if you guys remember last year, there was a episode called, quote, Return of Crazy Kristen. Where, where that's when they were like in Solvang, like the wine tasting thing. But if you guys remember, Jax and Brittany were FaceTiming and Brittany was like, who are those whores in the back? Like, who are those whores? She was one of those whores. Oh my God, no. Yeah, I didn't realize that those quote unquote whores actually all work at Sir. So those the boys knew those girls. So it's a little bit more rooted in like drama than just like rogue chicks that they like met at a bar. My, I have, I don't know how I'm so <laughs> removed from actually all these details, but that is blowing my mind. So all over the internet this past week, there's been like speculation. It's like Jackson Bruni are almost going to get a divorce like <laughs> three weeks after they get married. You know, it's like they're like everybody is unhappy all the time. And then, then I saw this girl and I was like, Jax is so going to try to be with her. Right. She's hot. She's young. She was a whore. Like, you know, Jax knows he's not supposed to. Right. Those are all the things that he likes. <laughs> yeah. Young, pretty, uh, quote unquote, whore. Right. And you're not supposed to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, so are they getting rid of someone then? Like, are we going to, is there going to be no more James Kennedy? There's, I believe, still going to be James Kennedy. I don't know in what capacity. Oh, actually, there's definitely James Kennedy and Raquel are still there. So this Dana girl, she has worked at Sir, has been friends with the cast for a while now, but she doesn't get along with Brittany or Jax. So a lot of the drama will center around that, as she is also friends with friends with James and Raquel. Her birthday party was already filmed, too. So that's a good sign for her. Yeah. She must be really fun to watch. Wow. Fresh meat. Throw in the lion's den. I I feel this way in my like personal life too. And obviously, you know, the cast of Vanderpump Rules are my friends in my mind. So <laughs> I like I she's gotta like earn her keep because I don't trust anyone who's new on these kind of shows. I agree. I think at this point now, like you don't get a job at Sir without the goal of getting on to Vanderpump Rules. You're not right. like, I would love to sling goat cheese balls to a bunch of people sitting on their phone look waiting to take pictures of B-list celebrities. Right. Like I was pretty hesitant on Lala for a bit. Mm, now I, I love. Yeah. I mean, I like go back and forth. She's like, I never know. I'm very hot and cold with her. Like some days I'm like, love that vibe for you. And then other times I'm like, shut up. Like you talk out of your ass and like you can't, you don't even know how to like have conversations with people to get your emotions across. Like you right. need to like, go to therapy. But this Dana girl is bisexual. So I'm thinking like her and Ariana. Oh, also this Dana girl does comedy. No! I take sketch comedy very seriously. She's a comedian. So, (laughs) like, there's nothing less funny. West Coast Cabaret. (laughs) Honestly, it's a matter of time before Dana's like, I'm starting a cabaret. Wait, who was it? Wasn't it, um, was it Kristen or was it Sheena that did a comedy show? Ariana. It was Ariana. Ariana was definitely like, 
saying she like does sketch comedy, but Kristen was in like a comedy troupe with like Ra- Rachel O'Brien and this girl Jackie Marfuji, and like they're like comedy girls in Los Angeles. It's like not funny. No, they just like showed pictures of Jax's dick, and they were like, <laughs> it's like um, that's not comedy. That's like exploitation, right? I can't wait. I, I feel rude for making fun of her comedy dreams. Um, maybe I'm just projecting. Uh, I did go to IMDb, though, to see if she had any credits. And she had one credit, and it was self. <laughs> Playing herself in Return of Crazy Kristen 2019. Oh, my. Herself. Yes, get that up on IMDb. Yeah, right? She's, like, checking in every day. She's like, all right. My new season credits haven't come up yet. <laughs> Poor Dana. But should be interesting. Yeah. Moving on to super happy news. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Cynthia Bailey is officially engaged to her boyfriend, Mike Hill. If you guys have been watching last season of Atlanta, we saw them dating and she was super in love with him. And so I'm really happy for the two of them. They Yay. got engaged this week. The five carat princess cut solitaire ring at the grand opening of her new business, the wait, the Bailey Wine Cellar. I'm so glad that they all have the same job. Like everyone. <laughs> They're either doing wine or like opening up these boba restaurants. Yeah. Or <laughs> like good for them. I mean, I definitely don't need like another wine cellar. Like I feel like wine is a very specific kind of thing where like you kind of have to like know what you're talking about. You can't just be like, ooh, like I love Merlot. I'm thinking of opening up a wine shop. Right. Like it's kind of, there's a little bit of nuance to wine more so than like I'm opening up swag boutique like Nini. And like is Georgia known for <laughs> their wine, their vineyards? <laughs> their grapes. Their <laughs> Their terroir. That's like a deep wine phrase. <laughs> So the proposal was a total surprise for her. Uh, Cynthia's daughter, Noelle, was there. And Mike Hill's daughter, Kayla and Ashley, were there. And they were all looking real cute. People Magazine was there. And I'll post some of the pictures on the Instagram. And it was just really cute. She was so happy. And the girls all looked really happy. And I'm just happy for her. I hate being genuine on this show. It sucks. I mean, but it's like... It happens so infrequently where something like actually cute and like happy and romantic and maybe pure. Yeah, <laughs> maybe pure. Well, speaking of more impure things that are happening on Atlanta this season, so everybody knows Marlo Hampton is like the longtime friend of like always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Marlo Hampton. She had a party for her new wig line called Her. Like like the movie, you know? Yeah. So at Marlo's wig party, Kenya got kicked out because she's so good. She ended up bringing her hair care products Stop. and started shilling her own par- products at Marlo's party. That's so classic. Kenya's back, which is like means Atlanta's back. Right. Finally. Some messiness. <laughs> God. Can you imagine? I feel like if... <laughs> That's just, um, that's like a different level of petty. Yeah, Kenya definitely has the ability to take it to a whole nother level. And I think that's what I've missed this past season. Like, I think a lot of the women are like afraid, like they all are afraid of Nini. So like no one wants to really like ruffle any feathers. But Kenya's like, I'll ruffle literally anyone's feathers. 
they they just feel more authentic because they're just like, yeah, I will just do whatever the fuck I want. And I don't care if I'm ruffling feathers where I feel like, you know, as we just saw the whole season on, you know, Beverly Hills, everyone like tiptoeing around LVP and all their issues. And totally. So that brings us to our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I think mine obviously has to be The Real Housewives of New York. Monica hasn't watched part three yet because she's doing a full reunion like marathon, which I've never done that because I'm impatient, but I feel like I would love that. I've also never done it, but, um, you know, when I decided that I was going to let people know that I was obsessed with Bravo because I had kept it a secret for so long. I understand. Um, my like old coworkers were all like, wait, we are also obsessed. So we're getting together and we're going to just binge all of it. That's really amazing. I'm pretty excited about it. We have to stop the stigma, people. We need to band together. This is no longer a guilty pleasure. Why should I feel guilt about loving the best shows in the world? Exactly. There was some like really amazing quote. I don't remember if it was where it was from, but it was saying how the people who watch Bravo are just like some of the most intelligent and amazing people. And I was like, you're right and you're welcome. Exactly. I like don't understand when people will be like, oh, you talking about Bravo? Like literally, like I get like belittled constantly. They're like, oh, that's what your show's about. I'm like, You're like these the Housewives <laughs> franchises have been around longer than like most television shows lifetimes. Exactly. And also I'm like, how can you belittle watching people like live their lives between like, you know, love and death and cheating and children and raising families and getting old and vanity and Hollywood. Like I I just find it's like so layered. There's so many different things happening in so many different lives. And like, I've learned so much about just culture in general, watching these crazy people. Yes. You're like, and, or how to not behave oh. in public. And a lot of times, like, at least for me, like, I see a lot of my behavior in these women. And, like, for, you know, warts and all, unfortunately. But then you kind of say, like, oh, you know, maybe, like, don't do that. Like, maybe don't have reactions similar to that. Per- I'm, like, not even saying the people I, who I think I might be like. I'm, like, in my head, I'm, like, <laughs> there's, like, a few people that I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, I could see myself reacting like that. Not the best look. Right. <laughs> So my favorite moment was definitely in from the reunion when Luann like breaks up like an incredibly serious moment in the reunion to ask Andy what the time is. Like, you know, baby's not getting enough attention. <laughs> She's right. literally like, what's the time? Right. Because she has other places to be. Well, the sad truth of her situation was she had to blow in her breathalyzer. <gasps> no. <laughs> he was like, 745. And she's like, Oh, I had to blow my freaking thing at seven. I'm like, oh my god. And then, like, at one point, she like gets up to like give someone a hug. I can't remember if it was Sonia or Dorinda. I think it was Dorinda. Who knows? Everybody's standing up, hugging each other. Bethany's shaking her ass in Luann's face. She's like, kiss my ass. Like, I'm like, what is happening? But Luann like gets up and she's like, oh my foot's asleep. Oh my foot's asleep. Oh my god, my foot's asleep. And they're all like, she's like acting. Yeah. <laughs> Right? She's like, look, maybe the fans will think I'm one of them. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, Monica, what was your fave moment? So I'm a little behind on everything right now, but because I just watched the first um, episode of The Real Housewives Beverly Hills Reunion. Oh, yeah. My favorite moment was Lisa Renna's hair. I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I'm kind of there with you. I think she needed, like, a fresh new do. Yeah. Because, like, the bob was getting old. Yeah, though it, she said it was a wig. But still, I'm, like, here for it. She said 2019 is the year of the wig. And I was like, you know, 
Yes. For you, that is so true, and we're here for it. She's not wrong. She kind of, like, gives me, like, Kylie Jenner vibes. Like, Kylie yes. Jenner, like, a couple of years ago was wearing, like, her hair that length and was, like, very, like, wavy, that perfect wave. Yeah. I just – her whole look I thought was really great, and I was really stoked on it. Dude. In her neon. Well, I'm trying to remember what her dress looked like. She and Kyle were wearing, like, very similar colors. Yeah, that neon look is a little much for me. Like, I like a neon pink, but the highlighter yellow green, I'm like. She did it. She had a highlighter green moment with shoes at one point, too, this season. Yeah. She showed up somewhere and was like, Look at my shoes! (laughs) Well, actually, that's like a moment in um, the Housewives of New York reunion, too, where, like, do you know that party, like the clam, the lobster bake? Yes. Um, Bethany infamous. is like screaming at Ramona. She's like, you walk in with your neon fucking shoes oh, and you don't Ramona. even talk to me. You don't even talk to me in your neon fucking shoes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you don't even ask me about my dead boyfriend. <laughs> I. It's so funny because like Ramona in my mind is just like, I, I'm sure she and Lisa Renna are not like crazy apart. Well, no, I think Lisa Renna is like significantly younger than Ramona, but Ramona just looks so Old in those shoes. I know. There's like, definitely sweet girl. You try. There's like moments where I'm like, Ramona baby, like you can't be wearing macrame dresses. Like there is a graduation for certain things like that. Like you need to retire looks, like Luke's. Like I personally I'm like, okay, like I can't do that. Like I've aged out of certain yeah. things. Like Ramona like doesn't get that memo. She goes almost in the opposite direction. <laughs> she leans in to looking like a teenager. And she has a like a daughter who's you know, like in her twenties, I cannot believe that no one is saying anything. Well, when I was, I was like when I was younger. When I was rewatching um, season one of Roni a couple weeks ago for fun, there was so many scenes of obviously like young Avery, like seven or eight years old. She's literally wearing like Ralph Lauren cable sweaters, like pearl earrings, like she's like uber conservative and she's like my mom dresses so like girly and like is always wearing like inappropriate skirts and like Verona would be like Avery come try on clothes with me and she'd be wearing like a boost like a silk bustier and she'd be like is this good for dinner and Avery's like ew mom like stop dressing like that (laughs) and even now Avery like is like conservative dressing in comparison to you know yeah what she could be I know I was like you have all the the tools to be better. <laughs> well, Monica, thank you so much for coming on. Are you going to come yes. back and talk Stassi Schroeder's book with me? I would love to. Yay. Yay. Perfect. Thanks for coming on and thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.